Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Swing. Hello, everybody. It is Monday night once again, and as our intro music ended, uh, the scene went off uh, on Raw with another beautiful, beautiful scene and sight. And what that scene and sight was was Alexa Bliss sitting on top of the ladder, holding the money in the briefcase uh with with uh just just a great great scene uh her, her using her mind games again and all of that so it was just great i love alexa bliss well i'm the glad somebody you? does big swing what you don't like <laughs> alexa bliss no i don't i never have why i just don't care for her I just don't like her. I mean, I never have. I figured she was going to, like, when Nikki Cross started climbing the ladder, I figured she was going to knock Nikki Cross off the ladder, you know, and then she told Nikki, well, let, let, let me do this, let me do this, and then Nikki just let her crawl up the ladder, you know, climb up the ladder. Well, that's what I was I'm thinking. I'm not a big Alexa Bliss fan. Never happened, but that's okay. Well, it, it, as, as, soon as, she, as soon as she climbed the ladder, I was thinking that. I was thinking, uh-oh, she's going to push her off and yada, yada. But, uh, no, I, I guess I guess not, though. I guess not. Uh, I guess that those two are the two new uh, two new ones. Oh. Uh, those, those two are the two new, like, the new – remember when she was using uh, – what's her name? She was using uh, – Mickey James. Nia Jax before? Mickey James. Boy, Mickey James and Nia Jax. Maybe this is the new one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, here's here's my thought on Alexa Bliss, though. You know, I mean, everybody, you know, gets on me for, you know, disliking, uh, you know, um, my buddy there, you know. And I'm not even going to mention his name because it's not worth mentioning here on the show. But uh, uh, I really don't have an issue with Alexa Bliss. 
you know, and people think, well, I should because of uh, how much loathe I have for our Canadian buddy. But, uh, no, I don't. Uh, I don't have an issue with uh, Alexa Bliss uh, like I do with our, our Canadian nook. So, you know. But here's the thing. You know, we got we got the Money in the Bank pay-per-view coming up this weekend. Uh, and uh, our our first guest will be calling in here in about 13 minutes. So, uh, or less. Uh, so, any predictions for what you guys think of us uh, going to go down with the money in the bank ladder match? Uh, for men's or women's? Mm. Both. Hmm. And doesn't each show have their own one, too? No, it's all combined, though. Oh, it's all combined? Okay, I thought it was uh, yeah. each show was going to have one. Um. No, everything hmm. is combined now. I don't know then. I, I'm not. Uh... Hmm. I, you know, I, I'd really have to. Uh, I'd really have to think about it. I'd really have to. Um, to take a look at really in depth. Take a look at all the uh, participants and things like that, and uh, and really give it a look. But I mean. Obviously, I want and I hope, uh, you know, for Bliss, she's going to be in it. Um, and obviously, on the other side, I, you know, I, I don't know. Let, let, let me go on and look at the participants here because I, I, I want to be able to give you an answer on this, but I'm not 100%. Let me see. Well, what do you guys think while I'm doing that? Well, well I'm going to just have to do some research myself because there's so many possibilities that it could go. I mean, it could go either way, you know, with a lot of these matches. So, I'm like Big Swing. I kind of want to look and kind of before I make a um, an opinion. <laughs> well, you know the the you know the thing is, it's like you you have to look at the who the participants are. Yes, but you also have to <laughs> and. Uh, who's in it and who is deserving to get to that next level, you know? Uh is it gonna be Sammy Zayn, Braun Strowman, uh Ricochet, Drew McIntyre, Barry Corbin, Ali, Finn Balor, Andre or Randy Orton? Uh please say it's not gonna be Bar- Baron Corbin. Please say that. Uh, no, I, I don't think it is. I mean they could go that way, but I don't I don't think they will, though. They could. They very well could. I mean, they're they're giving him a push lately. So. Yeah. Is it is now is it now Braun Strowman's time? That's the question I'll ask. And then let's go over the women real quick. Natalia, Dana Brooks, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, uh, Amber mm. Moon, and Carmilla. God, I hope it's not Carmilla again because we remember what a debacle that was. That's true. Is this is this who we want it to be or who we think it's going to be? For for uh, well, who we who we want it to be and who we think it's going to be. For me, I think it's going to be Braun Strowman, and I want it to be Braun Strowman. Well, actually, I take it back. I think it's going to be Braun Strowman. I want it to be Finn Balor. All right. You don't want to do Cameron Owens? <laughs> and for the women. And for the women, I think it's going to be Alexa Bliss, 
but I want it to be Natalia. Well, okay. Can I ask you, though, why do you want it to be Natalia? Just because uh, of our connection well, to the Hart family? Yes. Yes. Okay. And our first guest will be calling in in about five minutes. So, uh, real quick here, while you're thinking about that big swing, I'm just going to go over uh, who our guests are for this week and uh, the surprise guests we have next week. Um, it'll be really good. Uh, this week, uh, we have uh, Steina Marisa. We have Gary Bellevue. And we have Samantha, uh, Samantha Costanza this week. Next week, we have David Benoit. Uh, who had a famous father in the ring, uh, Chris Benoit. We have Stephen Bonner. Yep. And we have Robin Hurdle. She was on Home Time, and she also did those uh, ladder commercials with uh, Al Borland. Huh. All right. And we have to say their character name because we don't have permission yet to use their real name on the show. That's why we're, i got to let people know this. Every, everybody may wonder why I don't use the... Uh, uh, why I don't, I don't use their real name because we don't have permission to uh, uh, utilize their real names because of you know stuff like that. That's why when Scott Schwartz was on, happy birthday to him. I know he's listening. His birthday was yesterday. That's why I asked him uh, what it was like learning pool from the hustler and if he ever got to meet uh, uh, Willy Wonka. So that's why. So, uh, yeah, so Stina uh, uh, Marisa will be calling in uh, uh, in about three minutes. So we'll be talking to her. And and then uh, the one I'm really looking forward to is talking to uh, uh, Gary about uh, Fresh Fights and, uh, you know, what it's like hanging out with the most gorgeous women in the history of uh, uh, the fight scene. I, I can't wait to talk to him about that. And, of course, you know, we have Samantha Costanza. So, at what cost will it be? Will she be? So, there we go. And also, Granny, uh, happy Mother's Day, uh, a day late. but uh, Thank you. I, Thank uh, you. Uh, Did you do anything special? Uh, well, went to church and... Um, Went and played washers and at the lo- at the Moose Lodge and had a nice lunch with my husband. My son went to a movie with a friend of his. Um, they were showing some of the original Batman movies, like for a anniversary type thing, thirty year anniversary type thing. I mean, like with the original Batman, like Michael Keaton, you know, Batman Returns. Oh, wow, that kind of like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they went to, um, let's see, trying to think. I think, uh, I don't know which one it was. They went to yesterday, and then there's one more tomorrow that they're showing in in Fayetteville, Arkansas, at the movie theater, and I don't remember which one that is either. But I know the first two was like Batman and then Batman Returns, and I think Batman and Robin was the one that they went to either yesterday or maybe the one tomorrow that he's going to see. I don't I don't remember which, but and, and to me uh, the only two Batman the only two Batman will uh you know 
will be uh, Adam West and Michael Keaton will only be the true Batman to me. Well, well I love Adam just, West. The reason I love Adam West so simply, and, and, and you might know this from some of the clips I have here on this show, I love Adam West because of his role as the mayor on Family Guy. Now, um, a, a lot of people, you know, don't know that yet, but, I mean, don't, you know, don't know that he was also Batman, but that's why. Um, now, Icon, let me ask you this. Before we have our guest on, are you a superhero fan, or Granny, are you a superhero movie fan? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I like I like to, I like to watch them. My two favorite superheroes will always be Superman and Batman. I like well, to watch let me them, ask you. Okay, well, well, then let me ask you this then. So you're a DC Comics guy? Yeah. All right, because I was going to ask you if you watched um, if you watched Endgame. And because I know a lot of people went and saw that Avengers Endgame, and people have mixed reviews. I was going to get your take on it, but if you're not a Marvel fan, then maybe you didn't go see well, it. Oh, I am. My <laughs> my son my my son went to see that with his friend, and he said it was really good. I mean, I've not seen yeah. it. I've had a lot of friends that have went to see it, you know. And I I, mean, I I like the Marvel heroes, you know, Spider Man, and you know, and. Um, you know, Justice League, you know, Thor and, you know, Wonder Woman, you know, and things like that, you know, and so, and X-Men, you know, so. So, Big Swing, be looking for our guest there. and uh, Yes, yes. I'm a-looking, I'm-a-looking. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, I like the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, but... I don't like that it replaced Backlash, honestly. I liked Backlash. I know a lot of people didn't, but I liked it. Well, maybe they, Backlash should Backlash good. Back. maybe they should bring Backlash back and get rid of Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> it, well, yeah, but was that a one-time thing, or is that going to be an annual thing? I hope so. Yeah, I've been busy, busy, busy getting ready for my trip next month and for the big convention I got to go to. And we just, uh, lots of busy times for me here lately. All right. Let's see here. Looking for the guest, Ico. Uh, Do they know? Was this another area code snafu icon, or do they know? To, oh, nope, got him. Five one three. All right, icon. Yep. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna let you do your thing here, and I'll jump in when necessary. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is the hottest participant in fresh fight history. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Cena Marisa. Hey, how are you? Hey, how are you doing? We're good. Good to have you. Glad you're on the show tonight. Thank you. (laughs) I thought thought you were going to do the liner, but we can, if you want to do that after. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Hey, this is Cena. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host, 
the icon, the big swing, and Granny Hulkster. Awesome. Uh, no, I, like, just, I, just, uh, I, I just got to ask an ego question. Was that not the best in-ring introduction you've ever had? <laughs> yeah, no, that was pretty awesome. I, 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 tr- I tried really hard for that one because it, it was, it was, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> awesome. So what we do after uh, we introduce the guests and they uh, fire off the line there, we let them give us a little background on themselves and we ask them some questions. So if you want to go ahead and give us a little background about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Yeah, sure. What would you like to know? Well, just tell us a little bit about uh, uh, your history, and then we'll uh, ask you some questions about Fresh Bites. Um, let's see. I uh, so my history about like like fighting, or just you know just about, about sports, you. or just about, about me. About hmm, let's see. Uh, cool. I am from Cincinnati. Technically, I moved here 15 years ago, but I'm actually from Florida. So shout out to all my Florida people. Um, so. I moved here 15 years ago this summer, and ever since then, I've been, you know, big chilling. I, I exercise a lot. I do as many sports as I can, badminton, volleyball, soccer, um, you know, just anything I can to stay active. So I love working out, and I – oh, I work at Chick-fil-A. Also, shout out to my Chick-fil-A people um, listening right now. Um, and I've been so working there for work five years Sunday. now. But no, yeah, I don't work on Sundays. Thank God, <laughs> literally. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, I guess would you uh, consider yourself with all the all this stuff that you're into? Would you consider yourself a jock? <laughs> uh, like a jack of all trades. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so, so that's a little bit about me. I love exercise. That's probably that's it. if anything. If you know anything about Christina, that's that's. I love exercise. So, what kind of workout regimen do you do you have? Like, how often are you in the gym? What can you bench? Can you bench press one of us? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I'm more. Yeah, no. I, I'm. I'm. I would consider myself strong, but not. I don't really focus on, on like that. I, I do any kind of sports to stay active. Like my favorite is um, parkour. I love anything with flips and jumps and stuff. My, my so daily, with, I, with uh, Fresh Bites, uh, how long have you been with Fresh Bites? When did you start with them actually? It'll, it'll be three years in September. Yeah. And, uh, when you uh, when you started with them, is that uh, did, did you have to uh, go through tryouts, or did they, they did they see you uh, like on the volleyball court and the badminton court or something like that, and they say, oh man, we definitely got to get her involved. <laughs> um, well, the coach saw me at Chick Fil A while he was eating there, and he he asked me if I'd like to work out, and clearly I do because I mean. <laughs> no I'm kidding. Um, yeah, so I said, yeah, of course. And he asked me if I wanted to come join fighting. I was like, I've never even thought about fighting before, but that sounds badass. Yeah, I'll check it out. And like, um, exactly a month later, I went to a class and I never stopped ever since. It was so, so good. Uh, and there's well, not really gonna... like a, there's not, there's nothing. Okay. It's not really like a, uh, like a triad or anything. You just go and how. You just grow as a person, you know. It's not really like a 
you can you can go you can go you can you can leave it's it's up to you but I've just decided to stay ever since because it's just helped me be a better fighter in in life and stuff. And uh, for people that uh, uh, we're we're gonna have the uh, we're gonna have the head of Fresh Frights on uh, in about uh, twenty three minutes here we have left with uh, Stina and then uh, uh, we'll. Uh, have her come back on uh, before uh, the second interview is over. But, uh, you know, you're, I'm going to ask you uh, another question, then we'll kind of send it around the room here. Now, for those uh, that uh, need to understand, and you have, uh, you're very solid on this. You, you're not into mixed wrestling and you're not a pro wrestler, correct? Correct. So, would you say that you're more of a uh, you're, you're more of a submission fighter, correct? Yes. Yes. Now, let tell us about uh, what kind of submission hold that you like to apply, and then we'll see if one of us would volunteer to have you practice it on us. <laughs> okay. My favorite my favorite hold is the leg triangle because it's so. It's kind of demeaning a little bit, but it's kind of like okay, you like there's no way out of it, honestly. So it's when you, it's when you have your legs around somebody's head and one of their arms. So okay, so one of their arms and their head are between your legs, and you basically make a triangle with your with your knees and your legs, and then you just squeeze, and then there's this, there's nowhere there's nothing they can do at that point. Uh, Granny, you want to try my- that out? No, no, I I have enough aches and pains. Thank you, Icon. I I, I think I'll pass. I'll let you or Big Swing um um step up to that. I have too well, many health issues. I I can't. I that that's too, that sounds too. I mean, Granny can endure a lot of pain, but that's a little bit more pain than I care to <laughs> be a part well, of. Well, <laughs> not, not to not to sound not to not to sound too perverse or anything, but. Uh, I would uh, be willing to try that just because of the position I'd be in. But anyway, that's another story. Uh, so let's kind of let's kind of go around the room here, uh, uh, Granny. Uh, uh, what uh, uh, real quick here? I'll, I'll ask one more question, we'll go, then we'll go around the room. When, when you're, um, you know, you're not, you know, you mentioned you're not a wrestler, so it's not really heels or baby faces. But uh, if you had to choose what you are when you're fighting, would you consider yourself to be the fan favorite? Or are you like just the ass kicker? <laughs> um, let's see. I think I'm a little bit of both, honestly. I mean, if you see somebody kicking ass, wouldn't they be your favorite? Well, definitely, definitely. <laughs> right. So, I mean, you got to be both. <laughs> uh, we have uh, uh, we have Stevie here with us, the warrior. Princess, I had to throw that in there. Uh, we have about twenty minutes left with uh, uh, Stina. Uh, Granny, what do you got for our guests? Then we'll uh, go to Big Swing. Then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask a tough question. What do you got, Granny? Well, what has been your most challenging fight you've been involved in? Mm. I would say the ones that are uh, the people who are really determined, like they can take an ass kicking still and get back up and just go head on, even though, even if they think they're going to be beat, like the people who are, who I can easily beat are the ones that give up easily, 
you know what I mean? Like they know that they're mm-hmm. going to get their ass kicked or something, you know, they know they're going to lose. So they just give up mentally. The people that are really hard are the ones that are determined. Like even when they know they're losing, they get back up and they try their hardest. Very interesting. Observation. Yeah. I, I think that's pretty amazing. That, that's pretty amazing. Uh, Big Sling, are you there? He's doing double duty again tonight, so he may yes, not he be. Is. No, I'm actually not tonight. I'm actually not tonight because oh. the Yankee. It's it's raining here, so the Yankees. Uh, Yankees got postponed, so it's they're not playing until tomorrow. Tomorrow, I don't believe. So, no, I'm I'm here for the full time. I just uh, I do have ten other things going on within the studio, so I I'm usually on mute when I'm not talking, so that you know you guys don't hear a bunch of background noise. But um, no, I guess for me would be uh. Would would be what what sort of propelled you to go down this path? I mean, a lot of uh, superstars had a particular icon, pun intended, or a particular idol, or something that they looked up to, or a, a particular moment in their life where they decided to get into the wrestling field. I mean, sort of so take us through your journey as to to how you got to where you're at and and why you decided. Oh, hold on. There you go. Sorry, I hit the wrong button. Yep. So my, so you're asking like, why I started and why why I stayed in it. Uh, sure. Yeah. Like, like, what what got you started and uh, and well, really, like, what got you started down the path? Uh, because I mean, it's kind of a, it's not a sport that everybody chooses, you know. Oh yeah. Um. I don't know. I would consider myself always like someone who, who's a fighter on the inside, you know? And then this is kind of like a MMA is kind of like a, a physical representation of like the fighter on the inside, you know, and I can really actually express it. Like, I feel like it's the most raw, like way of expressing, get, you know, pushing through and, and, you know, defeating the opponent, you know? Like, <laughs> It's almost like a therapy to you in a way, kind of? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, huh. it's like, you know, there's fear involved, there's, like, victory, there's there's challenge, there's everything that you go through in life is in that fight at that moment, you know? Hmm. Well, now, have you always kind of been... been <laughs> well, yeah, but I'm saying, like, have you always kind of been, like, Oh, your whole life have you always kind of been scrappy have you always been the one to kind of get into fights did you get in trouble in school for fighting and stuff a lot or did you kind of channel yeah. different training martial arts training into this like how how did you decide to do this oh okay yeah no I was always a good kid actually I never oh, okay. got to fight I just I just love exercise and then um but like I said, it's more of like a physical representation of like challenges in my life, mentally and emotionally. Mm. You know, so it it kind of it's more thera- therapeutical because I mean therapeutic because when I'm in that fight, it, it helps me mentally in, in in real life. Like when I'm fighting, like like when I'm fighting Tia, she is like the girl who never gives up, even when she may be getting beaten. She she still like gets back up, looks you in the eye and go straight for it. And, like, I feel like challenges in life do that to you. 
and there's nothing you can do but, you know, just do it right back. So it, it helped me grow in that sense. And then, like, there's other situations mm-hmm. where I'm fighting, like, Katie, who easily gives up because she knows she's being beat. And I'm like, oh, I know I have this one, so I just go all at it. And, that's you know, that, that, that's another different type of challenge in my life where I'm like, oh, this was easier than I thought. Like, why did I have the fear? You know what I mean? Like, and I just go at it and I just win immediately. So it, it, it helps me grow mentally each fight, honestly, even, even, even though it's scary at first, like I go into it and I, I just do do the best that I can because mm. each fight is, is different just like in life, you know? So with your, with your fighting, uh, with fresh fights now, uh, are these, uh, are these, uh, Time matches, do they go like a certain uh, many, a couple rounds or three rounds or four rounds at two minutes? Or what What kind of uh, time limit is there in these matches? Or isn't there one? Uh, typically, it's 30 minutes uh, altogether. And it's like in most tap outs in 30 minutes, whoever wins. Sometimes like um, that's just like a typical fight. Sometimes with when we put like the gloves on and we fight like we can punch each other and kick each other. Those are like uh, four or five minute rounds, I think, or three five minute rounds, something like that. So it just depends on what type of style. Most most of the time, it's just thirty minutes straight up. Like sometimes there's a fight where the girls won't even tap and tap each other. They're just fighting for thirty straight minutes and nobody taps, and you have to stop the fight because they're just they're just still fighting. <laughs> so what has uh, been uh, the shortest match that you've been in? And what has been the longest match you've been in? Uh, I would say the shortest match is uh, with, let's see, I think it was with Katie. This girl was not prepared, and I came in there like a, like a beast. <laughs> I, like, stared her down, and I knew I was winning because she was not prepared. I was When I smacked her, she immediately, I knew I was winning because her face got, like, like she wasn't prepared for that kind of fight, and I beat her like how many times? I I tapped her so many times that fight, and we were like, all right, there's there's clearly a, a clear winner here, so we just stopped it. She was she was upset in that fight, so we just we just stopped it. It was like 15 minutes, I think. <laughs> it's <was> crazy, <laughs> and uh, I think that one that one was fun because <laughs> I mean she was so mad. It was kind of funny. Um, but let's see, the longest fight was, um, I have to say, hmm, I don't know, mentally, the the longest fight was probably with, with Tia, because she was, she scared me a lot, so I just wanted it to be over, so, you know, when you're not having fun, time goes by really slow, mm-hmm. that's how it was, that's well, how it was well, in that fight. Well, I, I, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say it was maybe a phone call with me, uh, where you decided, <laughs> where you had to put me on a restraining order or something. I thought maybe that was was what it was going to be. But uh, by the way, have you decided that you're not going to proceed with that? <laughs> uh, we'll see. We'll see. Can you stop calling me at two a.m. every night? <laughs> yeah, I will. As long as you drop the lawsuit, sure, no problem. Right. In the book. Maybe. No problem. We'll see. All right. <laughs> So now with your with your uh with your matches I'm kind of curious your do you have um like a a certain ring attire 
that you wear or do you uh do you get like sponsorship and then uh a certain company provides you with you, your ring you, attire? How does what what goes you in cut, with that? You cut out there. Hold on. What did you say? You cut out, sorry. Okay, like I was kinda curious about your your ring attire. Now do you do you pick out your own ring attire? Do you have uh, uh someone that sponsors you and uh you know you wear what they give you or what goes into that, if anything? Oh yeah. I have yeah, there's some cool sponsors out there that buy that that buy the girls' stuff all the time. Um like sometimes even um, you know, like professional fighting pages, like Elite, they have sponsored me and given me clothes. And um, this one other one recently has contacted me to sponsor me as well. It's pretty cool. Some some sponsors are just uh, random people who really enjoy our fighting, so mm-hmm. they they keep up with it. They're, they're, they're like our, our typical fans. And, um, yeah, they just randomly buy you gifts. As far as like sweatshirts and, and sweatpants and stuff like that. It's really cool. And, you know, you wear it, and if they if they ask you to wear it in a fight, you know, you do that, and you're like, thank you for the, thank you for the stuff. It's pretty cool, actually, having that connection with the fans. They really like, they really like that connection. And, like, uh, one sponsor even taught us G's, like, the, the karate outfits or whatever. And then we have a fight that we're doing with those, too, which is pretty cool. So, and boxing gloves, all that, all that stuff. It's really awesome. And, then and with it, your with, now, when you uh, when you go into uh, when you go into your your matches, your your fights that you have, uh, do they with you, you, you know how far in advance you know who your it's two part question. How far in advance do you know who your opponent is uh, so you can train for that opponent? And then is it like MMA where you guys have weigh ins and and uh, all that? Is it basically the same thing, or is it different? Oh, yeah, yeah, we definitely have those. Like, I can't fight somebody who's, like, 50 pounds heavier than me. Like, that kind of wouldn't be fair. Um, yeah, we have – we have. We kind of – sometimes it's, like, whoever a sponsor wants to – like, wants me to fight. They're like, I want you to, you know, do this, and then they sponsor the fight. And then sometimes it's I want to fight the person, so I just ask to fight them. Like, there's this girl that I'm trying to fight right now, Ash. She is not there yet, but when she is, like, I want to fight her so bad. She's this cocky little girl. <laughs> and uh, I can't wait until she's ready to fight. Um, and then uh, sometimes it's just, you know, my coach is like, I think you guys would be a good match. I think you should fight. So it's just it's just whoever, you know, all the time, whoever's ready. And then, so you guys, so you guys do have weigh-ins. Like, for instance, uh, like if you do, a, you do a weigh-in. Now, this this is the way I understand it because I, I got I got a friend that uh, does MMA, and uh, her name is Mariah Prussia, and I'm going to talk to Gary about her in a second. But uh, now, you obviously you have you obviously have weigh-ins. Now, uh, when it goes into that, now don't take what I'm about to ask the wrong way, but. When you go into the weigh-ins, you obviously want to have on as little as possible so it doesn't add extra weight. Is that the case, or do they do they give you, like, certain amount for clothes and shoes and whatnot? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Typically, we're wearing what we fight in, which is just, like, uh, shorts, like, you know, the thin fabric, and sports tops, which is also thin. We have nothing else on. Yeah. 
And you, so uh, now, when you, when you have your fights now and you get, you weigh in, so do now you, you guys usually have like pose downs with your, with each other, right? When you're going to fight. So they like, do like a, like a poster for the fight. Is that true? You guys like, like do the fists up, nose to nose, you know, chin to chin, stuff like that. Is that what happens? Yeah, yeah, we do that. We do the whole nine yards, like the same thing as an MMA or a boxing fight. Yeah, we we get the pictures beforehand and the stare down, all that stuff is lit. <laughs> and how far in advance do you know who your opponent is, or you don't? Um, I know. You gotta have time. I know beforehand. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, kind of. I try not to think about my fights beforehand. Otherwise, I get really scared, like I get fear in me. But um, for the most part, yeah, I know who I'm fighting uh, every time, like, you know, like a month or two beforehand. And what is what is your record? My record? That's a good question. I don't know. You should, you should ask my coach. <laughs> well, uh, I, I well, don't we know. Have, uh, we, we have uh, – we have um, – uh, um, we have. Uh, I, I, I'm. I, I'm about to put your name. I, I promise you, I won't do it. But uh, we have uh, <laughs> Cena here with us. And uh, the one cool thing, uh, I don't know if you noticed it or not. This is just uh, something that I noticed. I, I'm sure you don't care. But uh, what I like about your last name is you. Your last name has part of my all-time favorite baseball player in it, Roger Maris. You know, you have Maris in your last name, which is really cool. M a r i s. Cool. <laughs> I I, I I don't I don't even know why I mentioned that, but I I just figured what the heck. Anyway, <laughs> so when is your next battle? Tell us about that. Who is it? When is it? Where is it? And can we get tickets? And is it like going to be on pay per view or the web or what? <laughs> Hell yeah, yeah! Come visit us at freshfight dot com. That's where you can get the video. And if you want to see it live, come to uh um. Ailey Wellness Center. That's A I L I E Wellness Center in Cheviot, and that's where I'm. That's where I fight every time. It's gonna be <coughs> Sammy the Bull. I think you uh you actually interviewed Sammy, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hell yeah. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be with her uh this this Sunday. <laughs> yeah, she uh, dropped the restraining order on me too because. Uh, I, I stopped. I, I was like calling her four times a day, and I I um I, I limited it once a week. Then she was able to drop the the restraining order, which was nice. Uh, oh yeah, yeah but all, all, all four you know, times a day. Around, the right, thing is, all exactly. four times a day were between two and six a.m. So that that was the difference. But anyway, I right. can <laughs> you creepy bastard, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real funny story about that. Uh, when I, I called her, she said, you know, uh, I, wo- I, I woke up and the power was out. And uh, I called her. And she says, you know, it's 3 in the morning. I said, well, thanks. I do now. Yeah. <laughs> she did. <laughs> so we we have uh, we have Stina here with us. Uh, we got uh, three minutes here before uh, uh, Gary calls in. Uh, I know he's listening. So, Gary, if you want to call in, you can call in now. Uh so if uh, our friends our our fans want to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got an Instagram, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch. Uh, what do you got? 
Um, oh, uh, check me out on on uh, Instagram. It's the underscore Christina. That's Christ Y N A. So it's Dina with a Chris at the beginning of it, because that's what Stina is short for Christina. Just so you know. <laughs> so it's the underscore Christina, and check me out on Facebook, Stina Marisa. C underscore Christina. Okay. The, yeah, T-H-E underscore Christina. C-H-R-I-S-T-Y-N-A. All right. I, I'm I'm going to go to that now. I'm going to check well, come it on. out. Let's not multitask here. I know that's hard for you. Yeah, oh, I just gave him a reason to hit me up at night. Well, yeah, we don't want to give him any more of those reasons. I got, we do have him on here with us, so I'm going to put him through. All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, we have combatant number two of the night. He is the man that makes all male, male fighting viewers' dreams come true. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Gary Bellevue. Hey, man, how are you? Hey, it's great to be here. And oh, my last name is pronounced Bellavo, which Bellevaux, you guys will sorry, recognize right. as a famous Canadian hockey player. You see what we have Gary to deal Bellevaux. with? Gary, okay. you see what we have All to deal right. with every week for him? <laughs> I got this one's for you. But uh, with the with the exception of the uh, the uh, the bad name pronunciation, that was still the best in-ring introduction you've ever had, right? Absolutely. Are you kidding? Beyond a doubt. Awesome. Of course it was. So uh, so tell us uh, now that uh, we we've been, uh, you've been introduced. If you want to give us a little background about yourself, then we'll a- ask you some questions. Then we can uh, bring on the Warrior Princess back, and then we'll finish up uh, with you guys. So. Uh, Tell us, give us a little background about yourself and Freshman. Oh, sure. Um, well, um, my background, I played hockey most of my life. Uh, coached in college, played played uh, baseball up through semi-pro. Um, never got involved in martial arts until later on. Um, ended up getting trained by a female black belt who was adamant that women are not trained properly because they're trained to fight like men when they're built like women. So she trained me in a totally kick-ass different way, and um, I was able to bring that together into um, training and fighting women uh, like this, uh, the whole fresh fight concept, and it's been amazing to, to see the changes like Stina was talking about, to see how it impacts them, and to, um, to be able to bring it not just to the fans on the internet, the whole genre, but to the community as well, to get, we've got women training at 13 and up in our center who are getting empowered. And uh, we've had a couple of them that had to use it in public and they, they beat some serious ass when uh, uh, men intervened in the wrong uh, situation. So it's been a blast to see them grow and develop and see fighters like Sammy and Stina and Tia and others just blossom. Which is why uh, I would never go up and ask them for a date. I will stop calling them. Uh, so, with um, did, did you mention you have? Did you, did you say thirteen year olds? Did you say? Yeah, we start we start training women at the age age of thirteen in our center. They don't do the video fights and all that till they're eighteen. But we get them started. We have moms and daughters that come and train together. Um, 
and it's great for them to be able to deal with bullying in school and everything else. So it's uh, it's been a blast. So now let me ask you this, and then uh, we'll then we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, so let me ask you this: if uh, let's say there's a 13 year old that's getting bullied, right? And you're training this individual, and she decides to stand up for herself, and uh, the 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 one that's doing the bullying uh, really gets their butt kicked, and maybe uh, a bruised rib or a broken nose or a fat lip or something, and uh, they they tell them, "Well, I'm training at this place. This is who trained me to stick up for myself." Do you ever worry or have to worry about getting in trouble for training them? No, not at all. I mean, what they what they choose to do in public is their business. We train them to walk away from everything possible because obviously it's the other person that has the problem. But once mm-hmm. that person will will not stop putting their hands on them, will not leave them alone. Uh, you know, you give them a couple warnings. If they still won't take their hands off, um, they're fair game. And we've had we actually had a situation like that where. <clears throat> a girl describes things that were going on with her in high school and her mom was there training with her. And she said, well, I really wanted to take this person out, but I didn't want to really get in trouble. And her mom said, you take that person out and I will back you all the way. And I thought, there you go. I've got the parents that are going to back us up. And what, what more do you need than a mom who says, you put your hands on my daughter, I'm going to have her back with the, with the school and everybody else. See, now I like that. And, And I want to give you kudos. I think there should be an arena like this for young girls to go to where they can learn to defend themselves. I mean, we have one here with Mariah Prussia. I'm going to ask you uh, if you've heard about her in a second. We'll talk about her in a second. However, now now you you just train girls, right? You don't train guys, right? That's correct. Awesome. Now, if uh, let's say that uh, I have a daughter or Big Swing has a daughter, uh, of course, it'd be a long shot if I ever get any kids because I'm far from being an adult myself. But uh, let's say yeah, that and I, uh, I don't have any kids that I know about. So, I mean, I don't know. But. I don't either. But let's say that we want that we have a 13 year old daughter that we want to send to you to train to protect themselves from being bullied. What, is, what does it take to get into the class? What does the class uh, take? How many weeks or how many months? Tell us about the working, the inner working. Sure. Well, basically, first thing, you just show up. That's the first thing. The fact that you show up is really important. Now, if you're 13, you need parents' signature. So you want the parents to come along and sign the waiver the first time. And then we just we will throw them into it. I mean, our our routine is we teach them how to box, we teach them how to kick, we teach them how to strike a ground bag, we teach them how to fall properly. And then what's really cool is the women train the women. As somebody like Steena, Steena is one of our top instructors. So Steena will end up teaching the girls how to do this. It won't be me. I might be there to tweak something or say, you know, you need to move your arm a little bit to the left because your technique's not quite right, but. But what's really neat, it's, tr- it's very much a tribe, and the older women, meaning more experienced, teach the younger women, and they take them under their wing. And so there's this constant evolution of empowerment that, that Stina went through the same thing. When she first started, uh, she had some pretty wicked, rough fights with Sammy, and she stuck it out and was determined to get better to the point where 
the younger women look up to the women that are more experienced and um, it takes me out of the equation in a great way. And then it's just, how often do you come back? You come back, we do it twice a week. It's up to them. They can come back once a week, twice a week. There's no pressure on them. It doesn't cost anything, which is another cool thing. They're not dropping $250 to go to an MMA gym and train with 10 other guys and be the only girl in the class. And, you know, Steena has been coming three years now. Sammy has been coming seven years. Tia has been coming seven years. So, you know, you make up your mind to stick with it, and it, it has awesome benefits. As It was great to hear Steena describing how it changes her life on the on the outside in the world and not just what happens in the ring. Cause we see the ring as a microcosm of life and Stina did a great job describing that. And how, uh, and how long are the uh, classes? Um, an hour and a half. We go from seven to eight thirty, And sometimes if the girls get a, get, want to stay and do more grappling and sparring, we'll go longer. I mean, I won't leave until they're all done and set and they've had enough, but usually we seven to eight thirty is the, is the set time. Uh, and uh, uh, we have uh, we have the king of fresh fights, uh, Gary, here with us. We have um, well, we have about uh, twenty minutes left here with Gary. So, I got what's his name? What's his last name? Bellavo. Uh, <laughs> Be- Bellavo. I'm going. I'm going. I was going to butcher it. So, thank you for telling me again. So, uh, Gary, real quick here, uh, we're going to kind of go around the room, then we're going to come back, uh, and I'm going to ask you some tough questions. So. Granny, what do you got for uh, Gary here? Well, I've just been sitting here listening to this wonderful conversation. Um, how long have you been doing this? Well, I was first trained, you know, wow, it's probably been about 20 years that since I've been trained, and I had worked in different centers doing this. But then we got Fresh Fight started in September of 2011. Um when I relocated back to Cincinnati. So we've been going, this has been going for, gosh, it'll be eight years this, um, this fall. Oh, wow. That's amazing. (laughs) It is. It's really, it's great to see it evolve. And I can tell you one of the coolest things, and I know you guys are all about pro wrestling is we've had Sarah Logan, Santana Garrett, Shanna perfect from Europe and Ray Lynn come and fight at fresh fight. Oh, wow. And do the real really, thing, that, not, really not cool. the choreographed. Yeah. Yeah, the real. Well, a lot, a lot of those wrestlers do have, a lot of wrestlers do have MMA backgrounds. So I, I mean, um, you know, to have that, to have somebody like that come in, that has to be pretty cool too. Well, again, it was that, totally that's, badass. That's cool. what, one misconception about our show, though, is yes, we are a wrestling show, Attitude Live, but we have, uh, you know, we have. Uh, MMA fighters, we have actors, actresses, writers. Uh, Right. I mean, we have, uh, we had the the founding father of Aerosmith on with us a couple weeks ago, you know. We had Midget on last week, too. That was awesome. But the one thing that, the one thing I, well, I mean, we are 85% wrestlers, but, but yeah, I get what you're saying, Icon, but I guess, um, Gary, the main thing, and and, uh, again, I am doing sort of three things at once here in the studio, so um, if I, Missed this, I apologize, but um, you know, obviously, love what you're doing, love the whole mind over matter aspect with it, uh, of of it being not just good exercise, but but a way of you know standing up to bullying or a way to you know vent and things like that. But uh, why did you choose a, a facility that only trains girls? Why not have a back and forth? Like, what made you want to go into the uh, 
into a single-sex environment like that? Kool-Aid goes back to the person that trained me. The woman that trained me, again, was adamant that training women is different than training men, and it's a different approach. Men drill a lot. Women do. Like, we we will show them holes, but the best way for the women to learn it is to fight. And so from the first or second night in the gym, they're fighting with each other. Men, they drill, drill, drill. It's a different mindset. It's a different approach. She also said, you know, the chemistry of a mixed gym or a a predominantly male gym is going to be very different than a gym that's female only. And Hmm. so you you take all that testosterone out of the mix. And, I mean, it's funny. Sometimes they'll be in the middle of a stretching session because Stina does an amazing job with sort of a fitness yoga. Stretching is part of the class. And Hmm. they'll be sitting around in a circle for 10 more minutes talking about girl things and bonding and you would never get that kind of an environment in a male in a male or a mixed gym. Oh no, gym. of course not. No, no, unless it was like yeah. sports or something, or like, or like football or whatever. But yeah, a lot of the times, uh, you see, women can do that. And again, Stina, no offense here, but women can do that. Like, you ever heard the old stereotype? Uh, you know, put put three put three women in a room together who don't know each other, and inevitably they're going to fight. Well, they they can do that anyway. Like these women could bond and talk about girl things, and I'm not going to stereotype and say what girl things are, because I don't know, and I don't want to offend anybody, but they could sit here and talk about girl things and do all that, and then five minutes later, be trying to pull each other's hair out, you know what I'm saying? So, it's kind of cool how that happens, whereas whereas guys are kind of like, all the time, I don't want to, dude, screw you, what the hell are you, what you looking at, like, don't look at me, like, guys come in and go, and, you know, screw this guy, this guy's stupid, you know, F him, Whereas girls can be like, oh, my God, I love that outfit. And then two minutes later, so it's kind of cool how, uh, how they can how they can manage the guys. Yeah. Coming from a guy standpoint, playing sports my whole life, we, we could never I, I could never do that. I, I would always. No, I agree. Every, I agree. Every, yeah. Every game. Yeah. I, just, I, I didn't yeah. want it to go balls to the wall. Like I was just like, no, I have no mercy for these. <laughs> I could never I could never. Yeah. You know, I barely wanted to shake their hands after the game, but I know we had. To, but, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, and women women are really, number one, their bodies are made for grappling. They're made for this kind of fighting because their center of gravity is in their hips. And I've yeah. talked to instructors who say, well, there's no difference between men and women. And I'll say, well, what's the difference in center of gravity? And instructors will say, well, there isn't any. And I'm like, no, dude, women's are in their hips, men's are in their shoulders. And it changes the whole dynamic. But you're right. I love the fact that, you know, you, you – you smack Stina or Sammy in the face as hard as you can, they'll give it back to you. And then afterwards, Sammy will say, that was really awesome the way you hit me in the face, you know, and they'll sit next to each other for, for a 15 minute interview. And after having just spent 30 minutes destroying each other and they'll sit there and, and talk to you the way two guys probably would never do. So it's, it's oh my a God, great never. dynamic, and I love you, it. You'd have yeah. to have them in separate rooms, the two guys, you know? Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Right. So, all right, so, well, that's, uh, that's cool. So how, uh, how, often, uh, how often are do you have uh, your shows? And you can – it's strictly an online thing. You don't do a pay-per-view yet. Are you working on building to that? Well, you know, we do we do live events. Once a month we do a live event and it's where everybody everybody participates, thirteen and up. They get to show their families what they're learning. They get it's best two out of three or a ten minute time limit. We do six matches. Um charge ten dollars, which is a way to kind of make back some of the money that, that we basically, you know, don't make by because since we don't charge for the training. 
Um, when we do the private shoots, they're 30 minutes, and they take a little longer than 30 minutes. So it's not really set up for a pay-per-view type thing because you're not running matches through every 10 or 15 minutes or or, you know, I've watched UFC pay-per-views where you see a 30-second fight and then you sit for 20 minutes and then you see another 30-second fight and you sit again. Um, it, it's, it's, we're, we're not as set up. We've, we've had sponsors say, you know, will you stream it? You know, if I'm going to put down money to, to create a video and create a fight, let's say, between Sammy and Cena, which is coming up on Sunday, could you stream it? Could you live it? And I'm like, yeah, we probably could. We don't have the cameras for that it would take something to really make that happen. I'd love to do a pay-per-view and get it set up, but it's just probably beyond my capacity, given the fact that all of us are busy doing a lot of other things. But, hey, we, you know, we'd love to do that. Anything to get more fans and more support for, for this is I'm up for. So uh, yeah, we, we definitely would pump it on the show, too, if you did decide to do that. And, I mean, you know, our, our listening figures – uh, over the last, oh, I don't know, six plus months have been in the six figures. So, I mean, if it is something that you wanted to do, uh, we definitely could uh, could pump it and put flyers out and promotions for it and stuff too. Well, the other thought I had was just just make our videos streamable, as opposed to pur- purchasing them. Maybe give them a discount and and maybe put maybe put we could put since the fights are twenty five minutes, we we could put four fights back-to-back into sort of a quasi-pay-per-view where you could watch watch four fights in a row. I don't know. I'm open to, you know, if you guys want to hit me up offline, I'm open to ideas as to how to make this more accessible for everybody. Well, what I'll do is uh, I, I have, I believe I have your direct number. I, I will call you. I, I mean, we would love to advertise and stuff for you. You know, we could work out a, a you know, a little deal for you. You know, I mean, we we have you know sharpshooterfunding.com, but you know we're always looking to branch out. You know, I mean, you know we can give you a, you know give you a thirty second spot, whatever you want, and we can work that out for you. You know, and uh, you know when it uh, gets more people there, you know, then you know if you want to float a little funding our way, you can do that. Uh, you know, in the meantime, if you just want to like. You know, send us autographs of your fighters or autograph posters of your events and, su- and such that we can do for giveaways. We'd be willing to work on work with that as well. Yeah, sure, we'll figure it out. That's awesome. All right, so we have uh, Gary Bell of Jeez. Come on. I wish I had to Come on, Icon. You can do notes. it. You can do it, Icon. Gary, Gary, Sound it out. No. Uh, Gary, help Wait, me I, out. Sorry. I thought I heard you say it right. Come on. You got it. Bellevue? Close enough. Bellevue. 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 Yeah, this way, I, got. I, I know you don't necessarily listen to this music a lot, but the old 90s R&B group, Belle Biv DeVoe, okay? Just think yeah. of... L and Vo. Just don't, just don't put the pivot in there. So Bell and Vo. All right. Well, we have 15, we have 15 minutes here left. We have 15 minutes here uh, left with Gary uh, Bellavo. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you another for about another five minutes. Then we're gonna bring um, uh, Stina back, and then we're gonna talk to both of you guys and uh, uh, get some more information from you. So uh, now, when you do your events, now they're at the same location all the time. Is that right? Or all the time. On the road? That's right. 
Well, actually, in the early days when we hadn't settled into the center where we are now, we shared a facility uh, a little further out of town with a pro wrestling group. And actually, we did a couple of fights on the pro wrestling cards. They they let us do our style. And we had um, – there was one pro wrestler who crossed over to do our stuff, and Sammy had a good rivalry with her, and the crowd really was into – they really loved Sammy, and they – you know, she was – she was a face, even though she could act like a heel, she was pretty much a face. And so they loved her. They put her in the <laughs> match one time um, where she tapped the other girl off, but the referee didn't see it. I mean, stuff like that went on. But we were we kind of intermingled into That's actually where we met Sarah Logan. And Shanna was at, a, at one of these pro wrestling events where we were not on the card, but we were there promoting our live event, which was happening the next night. And I've got, you know, that's where I got pictures of Sarah wearing the Fresh Fight shirt and a Fresh Fight hat and got her to agree to come fight Sammy, you know, in our real non-choreographed submission fighting. That led to Shanna, and that led to Santana Garrett and a Fresh Fight indoctrination tournament that happened a few years ago where not only did Sammy fight them, but Shanna and Santana went at it. You put two pro wrestlers who are rivals in the ring and say you have to fight for real Oh my gosh, the intensity and the sweet little Santana Garrett was slapping and pulling hair and grinding elbows into Shanna's back. Um, they they were crazy good. It was it's one of our favorite tournaments of all time. Now let me ask you this then, uh, you know, because we know that uh, that you're in, uh, well you're in the same time zone as um, as Big Swing. You're an hour ahead of me. If uh, we wanted to get uh, other fighters from your company on with us. What would you have to do? Would you be able to hook us up with them? Yeah, I, I would. I just have to, to figure out who's available and what time frame. Like we probably could get Missy. We probably could get Tia. Although Tia's Tia's amazing. She's a firefighter. She's training to be a paramedic. She's a mom. Um, you've already you've gotten Stina. Sammy's always available for another. And Sammy's actually going to retire this year, so. I'm sure Sammy would have a whole lot of things to talk about. She's had over 200 fights now. Um, Rose, who's a pro wrestler that's crossed over to us, would be fun for you guys. Rose has no filter, so she would be hysterical. Um, and so, yeah, I'm sure I could hook you guys up with, with more people. Awesome. awesome. And uh, um, as you've seen, uh, because I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't find a picture of your face, but uh, you did see – uh, the card that I did for Cena, you can let the gals know that I'd make a card for every one of them. That's awesome. Yeah, they love it. See, I know that Sammy loved it, and I know Cena did too. Now, the way you guys could help us is we do a lot of reaching out to other pro wrestlers because, you know, we're we're legit, and there's a lot of people out there that do all this, like, you know, fakey roll-around, uh, soft whatever stuff. And so a lot of times pro wrestlers don't take us seriously. They think that we're just like all these other groups. And some of our most popular videos are with pro wrestlers. So we're trying all the time to find more pro wrestling females from the indie circuit to come do our stuff. We pay better than probably their normal fights. And, um, you know, they get a half an hour to totally cut loose and kick someone's ass without having to be choreographed or hold back. So, you know, anything you guys can do to flush out well, some pro wrestlers that be interested in us you know, that would, well, I'll that tell you would what, just be awesome that, that, all the way around. That'll segue, that'll segue into what I'm about to ask you next. We have a gal that we know. She's a boxer. She's an MMA fighter. 
and she is uh, she, she's the sweetest person outside of the ring. But when she gets in the ring, uh, it's get out of her way. She's going to kick your ass. Her name is Mariah Prussia. Have you ever heard of her? Um, spell the last name. Prussia. P-R-U-S-S-I-A. It's like Russia with a P in yeah, front. Prussia. Mariah Prussia. No, I've not heard of her. But I have heard of the person, the pro wrestler you're about to have on after me. You have? Yeah, you're, what's the, uh, Sophia? Uh, Costanza, yep. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we've reached out to her and see one of the, one of the things we run into is um, either we don't, we're not taken seriously or they just don't want to cross over from pro wrestling to us because we're different. Well, I'll tell you what, here's what I, uh, no, Sophia, we have, we have uh, not reached out to Sophia. I take it back. We have not reached out to her. I was thinking of another fighter from Florida. Um, no, we've not reached out to Sophia. Well, uh, our next guest is, uh, yeah, Samantha Costanza, uh, you know. And uh, here's the thing. If you if you have a chance to go on Facebook, if you uh, look up uh, Mariah Prussia, uh, I think she'd be a, a real coup for you. No, I'll take a look she, at uh, that. Because she does training here. Uh, she, uh, she trains uh, women uh, in survival classes here. I, I, you know, she might be, she might be a great, uh, great uh, uh, addition for you. I, I'm not saying that she will, you know, and I'm not saying that, uh, you know, she'd uh, do it all the time. But you know, maybe like, uh, you know, you know, reach out to her, and do a guest appearance, you know, tell her that, uh, you know, the icon and uh, uh, the icon said uh, gave you some information about her, and that's either gonna, that's either gonna bury you. Or help you. I don't know, but <laughs> it, it's I can tell you this. One of the one of the issues, and we've reached, reached out to people. I just looked up Mariah before. One of the issues is because they're pros, they have contractual restrictions. It's one of the reasons I can't get a WWE fighter or an NXT fighter because pros usually have sponsorships and restrictions on things that would put them at risk. And so that's why well, we she, don't tend well, to go after the pro company. MMA fighters. She owns her own company. She's sponsored by MPX Fitness, her own company. Yep, I see that, yeah. Anyway, we can talk about that. Yeah, cool. So how many uh, many total do you have currently on your roster? We have probably about 20 women that are available at any one time. And, you know, we've had women come and go and then come back and then go and come back again because of uh, having children and other life issues. So, you know, at any time we have anywhere from 15 to 20 women that are that are active at one level or the other. Well, I'll tell you what, let's uh let's bring Pina on here again. I'm sure she's still there. We'll talk to you guys for the last 5 minutes and then Number uh, eight, hey, yeah. do the liner we're calling in. So, Stina, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here and listening. Yeah, Icon, uh, he had a question for us, though, if you wanted him to do the liner as well so that we can use it uh, all week when we re-air the show. Uh, Yeah, Gary, we'll... Use it in between uh, commercials and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you have that that liner I sent you? I've got it right in front of me. All right, I'll count you down, then we'll do it. Here we go, ready? Five, four, three, two, one. 
Hey, this is Jerry Bellavo from Fresh Fight Female Fighting. You're listening to the Attitude Era Live with the hosts, the Icon, the Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. That's awesome. That's so, great. So, uh, Stina, I mean, uh, I- I'm sure that he didn't know that you're listening, but he he uh, gave you a lot of compliments, and uh, that uh, that just goes to show uh, – you know that uh, you are an awesome individual. Of course, I knew that already because you decided to drop the restraining order. But uh, uh, do you uh, do you plan on uh, wanting to uh, continue this and uh, you know help Gary build this up? Maybe you guys could become a, a national property. Uh, hell yeah! I, I want to expand it as much as possible. I think I, I think what we do at Fresh Fried is something every woman around the world should do should learn and uh be a part of because it's 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 life changing it really is now gary is that something that uh, you'd like to do just like you know travel around maybe like uh like like a place for a day or two and uh you know have people come and train with you uh at different areas that they in areas that they can't get stuff like this sure i mean there's there's a couple things that differentiate us from a lot of other people. One is we do this for free. It's a labor of love. The the center is is basically applying to be a nonprofit. So, you know, it's kind of underwritten by what I do personally and by the video sales and by the the ticket sales for the live events. So, you know, we don't want to go into it. We don't want to like franchise this out and have people start charging two hundred dollars a person to come in. It, you know, if you're going to franchise it or or spread it, you've got to spread it with the right chemistry and the right attitude behind it but we'd love to see it spread i think you know it's something that my the person that trained me really felt that every woman should learn how to do this and her name was pamela Payne, of all things she ran a studio yeah. called house of pain and she, she, kind of, she would be cool. hopefully very proud of this sort of thing that that it's being spread this way and um and that it's being made free available free of charge to everybody now, how now if it's if it's free of charge, um, how are you guys dealing with like overhead for the facilities and things, and you know keeping the lights on and getting the outfits and 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 just renting a space to do it? Like, I mean, if it's if there's no charge involved, like, I mean, are you fronting everything or, or how does that work? Yeah, basically, I'm fronting it. We have sponsors that help out. We do okay. do fairly well with video sales. I think. The video sales okay. do a lot to support it, and then the occasional, sure, you sure. know, depending on the size of the crowd. So, yeah, I, it's for me, it's it's just the center we're in is is we do more things in there. We do meditation. We do um, just a lot of stuff we do, and it's all about empowerment. Oh, okay. So, to me, sure. it's, I also have a I also have a business that I, I actually have a real job, and I do that out of mm. that space, and so I pay the rent kind of in a it's kind of funny money at some point, but. To me, it's just sure. it's just a labor it's a label or label of love to be able to to be able to give back like this. Well, yeah, have you, you reached know, out? I, somebody like Stephen would. Sorry, mm-hmm. go ahead. Oh well, I was saying, have you reached out? Like, I know a lot of you know professional sports teams and and professional uh, you know avenues that they they like to support their community. I mean, have you reached out to like? the Reds or the Bengals or if you guys have like an arena team or if you guys have done things like that to sort of 
you know, get your name out there, get yourself on one of the programs or something like that. Because I know a lot of professional sports like, like uplifting things within their community and to support them and, and maybe uh, reaching out to an organization like that could spread a lot of awareness as well. No, that's a great idea. We've, we've kind of kept a low profile um, mm. so far, but you know, we're, we're willing to do that as we evolve and, and okay. um, yeah, you know, and, and my goal is for people like Stina to take over and to, we even talked about expanding what we're doing and, and getting Stina hired on full time so she can be a trainer mm-hmm. and a coach and be reaching out more and do more classes. It's finding people like her and, and Sammy who are willing to, to give more time to it and are, are, you know, getting more out of it. So, you know, tonight I, I at dinner I met a person and she said, I've come by your center a number of times to you. I just took up boxing again, and I used to be a personal trainer, and I really need to come in and see you guys. And I was thinking, oh, my God, yeah, you, you need to come in. You've got a personal training background. Maybe she'll have some great ideas about how to expand it as well. We're always open to new mm-hmm. ideas for how to expand things. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah, because I know around here, I mean, I live in New York, so, I mean, we have everything, but – I know that uh, there's a lot of community outreach um, programs and things, whether they're nonprofit or, or not, um, that have a good message and a good meaning behind them. Uh, you know, obviously you're going to get some people that are like, well, it's violence. And I don't get that. But you're going to get all that. But you're going to get a majority of people who see what it's really about, what it's for, and and the you know the uplifting sort of, message that it gives and i think that um you know a lot of teams uh and and even if you don't shoot you know for the fences right away to like a big you know um uh, like a professional team like the Bengals or something if you shoot for other local businesses a lot of times you know local loves to support local and i mean if you can get you know business cards or flyers or posters or something put in maybe some other local businesses that are successful as well uh, who are a similar type of, not necessarily a similar type, you don't want to step on toes, but something with an uplifting feel to them as well. Uh, and you guys can collaborate a little bit and uh, sort of, you know, share the name and, hey, you know, go check out, you know, uh, this place. And, oh, hey, well, while you're here, go check out this place. And just kind of that whirlwind of, of local supporting local as well. Uh, I've seen that. Um, I've seen that work in a lot of circumstances also. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I think the biggest stigma we find we fight against is, you know, the whole girls shouldn't be fighting, and that's well, that's yeah, the, and, the and uphill battle that. that we fight. Yeah, yeah you know, you're, so and you'll get that, but you yeah. know, and we do. We put posters in businesses and things like that. It's, 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 okay. it's kind of like the people, the yeah. people. I mean, fuck the people who say that, honestly, because they don't know what it's about. You know. Yeah. Well, that, well, that, that's exactly right. Like. <laughs> Well, 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 exactly. Like, like that's what she's saying. Like, it's, it's. You're gonna get the judgments and the stereotypes and 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 the the people who are stuck in their ways about things. But, you know, you're also gonna find that there are a lot of people out there who are willing to, you know, look at the bigger picture and and, and exactly what it's for and about. And you know, there are people out there who are gonna support and do things uh, to, to help you guys out as well. So, uh, definitely, you know, definitely a positive message and. And, you know, if you want, um, if you want to make, if you have time to make a, uh, like a quick, you know, 30 second, you know, commercial or something like that, 
uh, feel free to send it over to Icon. He'll get it to me. And, uh, we, you know, we'll blast it on the show uh, right after the, uh, the Hart family commercial that we have going on. So, I mean, de- definitely anything we can do to uh, support as well, we, we'd be willing to do. And I really appreciate that. Yeah, and then, so the one like, thing I yeah, didn't the one thing I didn't hear tonight is I kept waiting for Stina to tell us about her her final rivalry fight with Sammy coming up this Sunday. She's been they've had quite a rivalry. Yeah, I'm she can get into that quick. We do have the other guest on icon, but I, I definitely do want to hear about this. So let's get into that real quick, and then we can uh, we can jump over. Okay. Yeah, yeah, real, real fast. I do want to. Sammy only has a few fights left before she retires, and I'm I'm honored to be one of the a couple of the last fights. First off, because sponsors want to want to see that, because you know, because it's a it's a great rivalry, honestly. Because I love fighting her, and she she's she's super badass. And uh, and we haven't fought in a long time, and uh, we need to uh, redo one of these MMA fights that we've done a long time back. So it's it's something that's for, that's been forthcoming, honestly. I'm I'm excited to finish that one. Uh, she uh, she is a different kind of uh, fighter for me, so it's going to be difficult and and challenge you know challenging, but it's going to be going to be fun, <laughs> honestly. I like fighting. And here here's the cool thing: you guys will have be more interesting and have better ratings. Then I'm sure the WWE's Money in the Bank this Sunday. I guarantee it. Yeah, <laughs> although that's not that difficult, but yes, probably. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, real awesome. quick, Jerry, before we wrap this up, if uh, our fans wanted to check you out, you got a Facebook, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got an Instagram, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? We keep going on YouTube and getting bounced back off by, I think, other jealous producers or somebody who keeps, like, turning us in for being violent, which is so stupid. But we've got Facebook. Uh, we've got a Fresh Fight Female Fighting is the group. Jerry Bellavo is a Facebook. Stina has a Facebook. Sammy has a Facebook. We're also on Twitter. Uh, Sammy and Stina get on Twitter. Um, and then www.freshfight, F-I-T-E, Fresh Fight dot com where our videos are and we run 50% off specials all the time on Facebook with coupons. Yeah. So yeah, check us out all over the place. Yeah. Fresh fun. Uh, videos and follow my personal Instagram. It's the underscore Christina and my Facebook page, Dina Marisa. Make sure you add me on that. Now we'll keep in touch. All right, Gary, then I hope uh, you'll uh, send me a link so I can watch the uh, event for free. And then, uh, if uh, another thing, uh, I did send you an address. If uh, any autographs from any gals that you can send us for giveaways for our big December show, we'd appreciate it. And I'll, uh, uh, if I don't call you tonight, I will call you uh, uh, this week, and we'll work out uh, getting you advertised, and we'll do everything we can for you because we love you. Now we appreciate you guys a whole lot, and uh, hopefully your next guest may want to come and check us out. That'd be cool. But thank you yeah. so much All for right. how you've supported us. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for being on the show. We'd be glad to take her on. Thank you, Granny. Thanks, everyone. (laughs) See you later, guys. See you, guys. Bye-bye. Take care. Fresh fights, ladies and gentlemen. For all your fighting needs, go to freshfights.com. All right. So, uh, yes, yes, uh, and well, 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 yes. Go go to freshfights.com for all your fighting needs. But also, and again, you know, partially through our obligation and partially because we enjoy them so much. 
for all of your funding needs, go to sharpshooterfunding.com. You can find that here. Check them out. Again, all of your funding needs uh, will be taken care of there. Uh, also, First Down Funding, the American version of that. Again, they're in Canada. Uh, the Hart Family, if you're a wrestling fan, you know the Hart Family very well. Uh, they're friends of the show, and they are willing to uh, give us that little commercial tidbit to play. But, Icon, we do have the other guests on here with us, and they've been on hold now for almost six minutes. So I'm going to put them through. Uh, and you do your thing that you've become so known for doing. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. She is our third combatant of the night, and she gives independent wrestling a new meaning. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Samantha Costanza. Hey, Samantha, how are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? How's it going? Good. Now, was that not the best introduction you've ever had? That was a pretty good introduction, yeah. Uh, that's my shoot name, but, uh, yeah, my ring name is Sam Laterna. Awesome. So, uh, yeah. we have uh, we have about uh, 20, uh, 27 minutes here, give or take. Uh, so, uh, after I introduce the guests, we like to have them give us a little background, then we uh, interview them. So, if you want to tell us a little background about yourself, then we'll talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I've been wrestling on the indies about a year and a half uh, before I officially started, uh, you know, going out and working shows. Uh, I'm from Manhattan originally, so uh, when I'm choosing a training spot, I decided on training at World of Unpredictable Wrestling in Brooklyn, New York, with uh, the unpredictable Johnny Rod, super old school. Uh, it was an awesome learning experience because I, I got to learn, you know, etiquette and, you know, the way you're supposed to act, professionally speaking, and awesome basics there. Um, Then after that, I kind of had a little bit of a hiatus from wrestling. Uh, Wasn't sure if I'd keep doing it. It was kind of hard, you know, getting booked when I first started out. Uh, So kind of had this moment where I was like, you know, if I'm going to do this, I want to get the best training in the world and give it a go. So I decided to go to Calgary, Alberta, Canada, and train with Lance Storm out there in 2017. And it was an amazing experience. I learned so much from Lance. I would definitely say that it's my single biggest, like, learning curve that I've ever gotten in my life, especially as it pertains to wrestling. And I met a lot of people from all over the world, people in Ireland who are killing it now, um, awesome, like, Australians that are killing it in Australia. So just good networking experience, friends for life. And obviously uh, training there has kind of put me on this journey since then where um, I've just been trying to uh, get get out, get my name out there, wrestling in the Northeast. Um, I recently moved to Cincinnati, Ohio, so I'm taking bookings in the Midwest area, which is completely different from the Northeast. Um, the audience, everything, like the stuff that I, I do here versus in the Northeast, so uh, that's all really new. And, uh, yeah, I'm kind of just coming back from injury right now. I uh, I took a really bad German and got – over-rotated. It's totally no one's fault. It happens. Uh, but it caused me to realize that I had a smaller 
a concussion from a few weeks back. Um, that all would have been well, except got dropped on my head. So five months later, I am finally recovered and getting back into action um, and just, you know, putting feelers out there and seeing, seeing what's going on in the Midwest and elsewhere. Well, you know, it's funny you mentioned being in Cincinnati. Uh, we should get up with uh, Gary Beliveau. Uh, he, uh, I don't know if you heard the tail end of that, uh, what he does, but uh, he's looking for uh, – yeah, he's he's looking for wrestlers to cross over to his uh, MMA training thing. Interesting. Huh. I I didn't uh, well, quite catch that part. But that's awesome. Well, um, who's still I, on I mean, with us? Is, is it Stina or is it Gary? Who's on with us? Oh, he was on earlier, right before me. Yeah. Yeah, but right. one of them still is. One of them still on the on the switchboard line here. I don't know if they've hung up or not, but they're still on the board. Is one of you still well, here? Hello, if you can hear me. Um, I've never done any MMA, but you never know. Uh, I guess uh, maybe one day if you want to drop in for a class, I'll look up your name and see where your dojo is. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's freshfrights.com, and uh, the guy spells his name on Facebook G E R R Y B E R R Y. Yeah, B E L I V A U. Bellevue. Okay. Uh, awesome. I wrote my note down on my phone. Jerry Bellavio. Oh, well, you never know. I'm, I, I wouldn't say I'm necessarily looking to cross over into anything. I kind of like pro wrestling for what it is, which is mm. like, you know, the perfect combination of sport and entertainment. Yeah. Um, but MMA is something that I guess I could see myself doing because I do have that kind of streak in me where I, I don't like to lose. I'm very competitive. Um, and I did comp- I did compete doing uh, Korean Taekwondo for 13 years, uh, point sparring nice. and stuff like that. So do have that competitive streak in me, but I right now I'm focusing that energy into wrestling. That's cool. I mean, one thing they do is they train, thir- you know, they train 13 year old girls to uh, protect themselves against bullies and stuff. So it's kind of a cool little. Oh, deal. that's fantastic. Well, from 13 yeah, off, they're not just 13. Anything guys can do, girls can do. So I fully encourage young women to, you know, find what empowers them, uh, especially if it is some form of self-defense because, you know, in today's day and age, at any age, uh, a little girl, a grown woman, we all need to know how to defend ourselves in today's climate. Definitely yeah, true. You never, you, never so, know, you never know when uh, the icon might come and ask you for a date or something. But anyway, yeah, uh, we have some... You never know. <laughs> we have... We have uh, we have Samantha Costanza on here. we got about 30 yes, minutes left here with you. Uh, we're going to take a quick pause here. Uh, I sent you a liner. We're going to do that now because I almost forgot about what the other guests. So we're going to go ahead and take care of that now, and then I'll ask you okay. a few more questions, and we'll kind of go around the room. Okay, sounds good. Are you? Uh, would you prefer that I use my uh, the, the name that you're calling me or my ring name for this? I just want to do your a ring name. The ring name. The ring name. Your ring name. All right, sounds good. Yeah. Uh, Any time. Right, Five, four. Hey guys, this is Sam Laterna, and you're listening to Attitude Era Live with hosts The Icon, The Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. There we go. Now, basically, what we so, do, and no. again, all week is when this gets resyndicated, uh, you know, that's you're going to go, you're like, you know how, like, when you're listening to the radio and they throw, like, a little liner like that in, like, in between the commercials and things? That's yeah, gonna be yeah, yeah, that's gonna be bumped all week on the days that they replay the show and stuff with who we have on. So that's that's why we have to guests do it. Uh, normally normally they do it 
off the air, um, but we don't have a lot of time to do that. We're kind of low priority here at the station, so uh, we gotta gotta do it on <laughs> on the you know on the air. But anyway, um, but yeah, no, I I, I guess the, the the coolest thing for me, and, and I, I mean, I ask this to everybody, but it's always more interesting to me, uh, you know, with female wrestlers as well, is sort of how you how you decided to get into it. I mean. It's not something, it's not a sport that everybody chooses. And especially, you know, especially with girls coming up, it's it's not a sport that you often see them getting into. I mean, more and more now recently, in recent years, but throughout the course of history, it's not. Uh, just sort of take us through, uh, you know, it, you know your, your path and why you chose wrestling. I mean, was there a particular superstar you looked up to that you idolized or was it something you always wanted to do or was there a particular moment that you decided or I mean just kind of take us through yeah. the, the process of becoming so like I'm definitely not one of those chicks I mean like you know we all get in different ways but I've I haven't been like new to the wrestling game I've been watching since I was a kid uh, uh seven years old everything kind of happened uh, really accidentally with wrestling and it, it's kind of all fallen into place in such a way that I'm not saying it's destiny. I'm not like super egotistical like that, but I just feel like everything has happened for a reason to lead me here. Um, I literally like accidentally bought a pay-per-view on cable Ooh. television when I was seven and just like rented it out and it happened to be the Royal Rumble. I mean, not the Royal Rumble, the King of the Ring when uh, Brock Lesnar won, and that was the first match I ever saw, him versus Kurt Angle, and I just thought it was so cool, so in your face, like, the, just so entertaining, like, I, I couldn't understand how they managed to, like, get everyone behind them, like, so quickly, particularly with Kurt Angle against Brock Lesnar, um, and just, like, everyone having their own really eccentric personalities, especially back in that time, um, like, post-Attitude Era, when there was still a little bit of edge there. Uh, to WWE's entertainment. Uh, but yeah, I, um, I've always really been into like the smaller dudes like Eddie Guerrero and Chris Benoit. But what really like got me hooked on wrestling had to be like evolution. That was when I came up uh, watching. I loved, uh, you know, just like that, that fusion of old school and like trying to bring like new guys in like Batista and Randy Orton and just the skill that I felt that Randy Orton possessed. Like I knew at such a young age, like this guy just got it. And when I saw him versus Chris, uh, versus Chris Benoit at SummerSlam 04, I just, I connected. You know how, like, some people say, like, they remember when, you know, maybe, like, I, I'm not sure how old you guys are, but say maybe older generations old. connect to when, like, Shawn Michaels was holding the belt, you know, after he beat Bret Hart, right? We don't remember every single aspect of the 60-minute long match, but we remember mm. that moment of him achieving his dream, and we were there with him. And to some extent, like, that's how I felt when I was literally rooting Randy Orton on as like a 10 year old or whatever I was. Um, and just since then, I like, especially since getting into uh, wrestling and starting to train, I've, I've learned uh, so much more about, you know, indie wrestling, both like the style of it and like, you know, what it takes to kind of make it outside of like syndicated national television, because it is a whole different animal and you're dealing with fans so much more intimately, I think. Um, so there's that learning experience as well. Um, but yeah, um, I, and just getting back to like how I got into wrestling, um, I had taken, a a hiatus from my old school. Sorry, my dog is barking, (laughs) um, my old college uh, before transferring. 
And uh, I wasn't sure if I would, like, remain outside of New York City where I'm from and, like, transfer somewhere else or come back to New York. And then it dawned on me, you know, there is training out there. You know, this is something that you've always thought of doing. Uh, You've had these moments where, like, you've been to live shows and just, like, felt this, like, electricity in your veins from just, you know, seeing the performance, you know? Like, I've just, I've I've been blessed to see a lot of, like, really cool moments in WWE history live, totally unintentionally, and I just think that has added to just, like, the pure passion that I have for wrestling, you know? Like, I was there when John Cena returned uh, at the 2008 Royal Rumble in Madison Square Garden, first wrestling show ever, like, in the nose, you know, like, my mom got me tickets super last minute. And just see, like, I she's right in my she's right in my area uh, of that. I mean, I Icon and, and Granny are old. I mean, they used to watch wrestling when it was black and white. But for me, oh, I, I can talk about any type of wrestling. I am a wrestling I, historian. I love WCCW oh, personally too. If we're gonna get oh, old, there we go. See, I, 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 my favorite, see, she mentions all these names, Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton, uh, you know, Shawn Michaels, all in that, in that area. She's leaving out arguably the best heel of all time, Icon. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, do you know who I'm, who I'm going to mention here? Uh, and she also mentioned your favorite there, Big Swing. She mentioned Edge. Well, she did. You think you know me? Hands down, the best heel of all time. Forget Triple H, forget Undertaker. Rated R Superstar Edge was the best of all time. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I think, see, sort of the same thing with what you're saying, and, and that's why it connects with me as much uh, as well. As you said, you know, the passion and the skill set and the, you know, the overall um, just just uh, the wow factor that a lot of these guys brought in. For me, it was different. For me, it was Jim Ross because I mean I've always been a a uh, a broadcaster, and you know I do uh, you know the broadcasting for a local you know college basketball team here and things. So for me, it's the oh. broadcasting aspect of it. So I, I've always loved Jim Ross, but Edge, hands down. You mentioned you were there when Cena returned. I was in house at Albany in Albany, New York, uh, when Edge beat John Cena and cashed in the Money in the Bank for the first time ever. Oh, nice. um, awesome. And that that was the first. The first live wrestling show I'd ever been to. See, I was too young uh, for the first memorable Albany moment, which is the, the corporate beer bath in '99 uh, when Stone Cold <laughs> did that. Uh, I was I was too young for that. Uh, but in '06, the senior in high school, uh, and uh, my first ever you know live show was Edge cashing that in. So uh, see see so she's right in that time period of of arguably besides the Attitude Era, arguably the best period that they had in wrestling, which was you know, with, with Lesnar and Orton and Edge and, and those guys. So, uh, yeah, yeah I, really definitely, I definitely see what you're saying there. Uh, Samantha Costain is our guest here. We've got about 20 minutes here left. Uh, uh, one question I want to ask, when you're wrestling, uh, yeah. would you consider yourself a heel, a baby face, an in-betweeny, or you uh, let the crowd decide what you're going to be that night? Uh, well, you know, at heart, I would say I'm definitely a heel. I, uh, I there we feel go. uncomfortable. Just, yeah, I, I, I feel really uncomfortable, like, 
you know, hugging people, shaking hands, you know, yeah, going around Bailey, the ring and kind of stupid. It's just not my thing. Yeah. Um, it's an extension of my real life personality as well. That's just not the kind of person I am. Um, so it, it just doesn't make me comfortable. Like I can, you know, I can do the moves and stuff and, you know, be a baby face, but it, it's just not really me. I'll do it if a promoter wants me to. Um, Cause I do believe that you have to be able to do both. Um, but I definitely get a better crowd reaction when I'm telling them to, uh, to F off. <laughs> well, we, we have a, we have a professional heel here with us, but we also, I got, we have a professional heel heckler. We have Granny Hoekster. Oh yes. Yes. And, and you know what, you know what? I, I am not old like big swing. I mean, I am 56 years old and I'm proud to say I'm 56 and I'll be 57 in August. But yes, I do not like the, I do not like the heels. And, I have had this gimmick name for probably about 19 years. I have been handcuffed <laughs> to managers. I have had tug of war with my cane. I've had wrestlers like Tommy Dreamer use my cane on wrestlers at independent shows. I mean, but I could talk some pretty good smack. And I had one wrestler one night say, Granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? And I grabbed my keys out of my purse and I said, Baby, I don't need no curfew. I got keys to the building, and that wrestler ran off screaming. I can talk some pretty good smack when Granny has to. I mean, I have been told that they love to see Granny in the crowd because I help entertain the fans and I help entertain the wrestlers. The wrestlers love picking on I mean picking on Granny. Well, of course I mean, they do. I mean but she seems so sweet well, though. Could could you really yeah. give her crap, Granny? Hey, I mean, she seems hey, I, I know she's a heel, but you know. Well, you know, let me let me let let me let me tell you something. I had the opportunity to watch a um a training seminar that Trevor Murdoch did with some of our guys at Wrestling for a Cause over in Oklahoma last year. I've nice. I've seen a couple different ones that he's done. And he was telling the guys how to work the crowd, you know, and everything. And the first time, yeah. he's like, okay. And then you have people like that God-fearing, loving woman over there, Granny Hulkster. And, and then he says, and then you have people that think they're smart marks. And he was kind of pointing my direction. And I thought the promoter was going to fall off the ring laughing because I've known Tim for many years. And and I said, Trevor, I don't know everything. He says, darling, you know more than most. And I said, well, that may be true. true. Well, last year, he said, you know, he says, go to Granny. Use her as your goal. Make her mad. Piss her off. And I'm like, okay, gee, thanks, Trevor. As if I don't get enough grief from these guys anyways, now you're going <laughs> to come over here and piss me off. I mean, you know, make me mad. I mean, hey, I mean, if the audience is familiar with you, you're, you're kind of just adding to the act, you know? Yep, mm-hmm. yep. I, 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 yeah, I have been told that I, I have been told, <laughs> I have been told numerous times, because, matter of fact, there was a company that ran in Arkansas, which I, where I'm from, I live in Arkansas, and uh, they used to run out of Fort Smith, Russellville, Clarksville, um Pine Bluff. I mean, they and they and they and they branched out to Mississippi and some other places. I mean, they actually did a show in Nashville, Tennessee, that my family and I had the opportunity to get to go to, and um, they always made sure 
because we always had front row seats, and Ooh. they always made sure that Granny was facing, I mean, like right in the center seat, facing the camera, you know, because they did TV tapings. And nice. they all, and because I, I knew how to, I knew how to work with these guys, and I'm, and I'm not a wrestler. I mean, you know, I am just a fan of this sport for many years, and, but I, I love doing what I do. I love helping, making it fun for the fans. I, matter of fact, the organization that I'm referring to, Wrestling for a Cause, they do shows for kids that have got cancer. Um, oh, they do wow. independent wrestling shows, and I have met a lot of amazing kids, a lot of amazing families through this organization, and this has been running almost now eight years. They started running in 2011, and they've been doing it almost eight years now, and I love being able to be a part of such a great organization to help out. Yeah, Absolutely. Well, uh, first off, uh, uh, I do want to thank Big Swing for stealing my thunder to my segue, but that's uh, that's right. I'm going to ask you uh, the the tough question I ask all independent wrestlers. No wrestler wrestler has ever answered this the same, so I'm going to put it to you. It's a two-part question. Now, uh, we all know that uh, as a as a wrestler, the big dance is the WWE. Now, when you get there, uh, we know because we know you got the drive to get there. Uh, you know they control all aspects of your life. You know you can do this, you can't do this. You can talk to these people, you can't talk to these people. You can go here, you can't go there. This and that. As an independent wrestler, you uh, you control your own destiny. Do what you want. Now, if the WWE were to call you and offer you that million dollar contract. Two-part question. Is that something you'd want to do? And two, if you do sign that million-dollar contract, would you not big-time us and still be our friend and still talk to us? <laughs> um, okay, so two-part question. I'll answer the first part first. Um, I So obviously, like, I, and I think anyone who says the opposite is lying because uh, they want to seem cool or whatever the case. Maybe they're just not secure with their answer. Um, everyone you know, wants to work for WWE, right? They're like the big company um, that we all grew up watching. WCW is not around anymore for anyone who's like, you know, in, in into that as well. Um, I would have to say just based on things I've heard about, you know, lack of privacy in your life and just kind of being worked to the bone um, and not really getting a lot of return unless you're like at the top of the pyramid. Um, over the past like year, I'd say I really probably wouldn't accept that contract unless it was in an ideal situation for me because wrestling is thriving and there's so many people on the independent scene who are making a really good living. Like some people are making over a hundred grand a year. I'm not saying that's me, but I'm saying that could be me. There's so many women particularly thriving right now. Um, So I'd say with all of the other companies that have television and that are really rising to the occasion and stepping up, going into bigger arenas and kind of giving WWE their first bit of competition since like the late nineties, who's to say that you can't succeed with those other avenues. So right now, just uh, the place I'm at right now, I'd rather just work for like this year, my goals are working for um, a bunch of women's companies, networking with women, wrestling with women, learning through women, you know, um, and just trying to learn from the best schools like that, you know, independent wrestling has to offer, you know, like for example, last weekend, 
Ring of Honor Combine, uh, the first one of 2019, and had an amazing weekend learning from people who just, you know, nitpick at wrestling in the best way possible. Um, you know, like they, they just want every detail to be perfect and they really make you rise to the occasion and want to be better. You know, like when it came for day two for our matches, like I gave it all I had and the opportunity wound up, you know, uh, presenting itself where now I can train at the dojo when I'd like. So that's something that I'm really looking forward to. And, you know, it's funny she mentions that icon because, you know, if you sign a contract now with, with WWE, it's kind of like signing a major league baseball contract. They're going to put you in the minors first and you build your way up. So if she would have signed a contract with WWE, they're going to put her in NXT to start with. And there are a lot of companies out there who, in my opinion, are, are better than NXT quality wise. I mean, obviously NXT is the fast track to, to the big leagues, but there are companies out there where I would rather watch one of their shows than watch a, uh, than watch an NXT show. I'm not a big NXT fan myself personally. Um, so I sort of see what she's saying. Like, yeah, you sign the contract, but you're not going to be on raw the day after you sign it. You know, you're going to be an NXT for two, sometimes yeah. three years. So like, it's, it's really, it's really how that works. You know, if you're over on the Indies, take your time. You know, Tessa yeah. Blanchard has turned down contracts with WWE at least two times, and it's because she's so freaking over. It doesn't matter what she does. She's still going to make, you know, probably better money working, you know, three or four nights a week than being on the road five nights a week and having to do press and all of this other stuff for WWE, mm-hmm. you know? Like, put yourself in a position where, you know, they can't help but take notice. They can't help but pay you what you want and give you what you want, you know? If it's not NXT that you want and you feel like, you've accomplished enough and you want to be on the main roster, you know, something like an AJ Styles who just like had a smashing debut, like then wait for that. Like know your worth, right? Don't just go to the performance center because it seems like the right thing to do and everyone's doing it. You know, it might not make you that happy all in all. Right. Absolutely. Uh, Samantha Costanza is our guest here. Uh, We got about, uh, about 12 minutes, give or take before they kick us off the air here. But, uh, another thing I was going to ask you, Samantha, is every wrestler has a great finishing maneuver. We want to know what yours is, what it's called, what get, what's involved in it, and uh, we'll see if one of us would be willing to have you practice it on us. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually, what I had been doing uh, was a side Russian into a seated octopus uh, submission, but more recently uh, I've you know, been watching a lot of tape while I've been injured and uh, kind of want to change my style up to a little more acrobatic. Uh, so I'm thinking uh, for a new finisher, uh, what I'm going to be doing is uh, going, you know, kind of like a step up, uh, step up in Siguri off the second or the third rope, depending on, you know, uh, how high I can get up uh, when I first start doing it. But yeah, that. Um, and then there's also something called like a web tree. It's, it's a move from like Joshi Japanese wrestling, uh, which is, uh, you know, female Japanese wrestling. Um, and it's, it's kind of like a, mm, a reverse arm drag into a Rana. It's really cool. And you can do it on any like sized person because of like the leverage factor. Um, when, when you go over doing like this, like half arm drag into like being twisted over opposite direction, it's, it's hard. It's hard to describe it. I would definitely look it up on YouTube. It's super cool. Um, so that's something I'm going to be working on because I, I want to be versatile, but I want to do moves that I can do on anyone. So I'm ready for any occasion, you know? 
So, uh, which one of you guys wants to uh, have her try that on you? Yeah, you, do do you want to take an integrate to the head or uh, a a really rough Rana? I think I'll pass and let one of you guys handle that, guys. You know what I mean? That that sounds more like your style than mine. Well, I'll I, pass. I I I I'd, I'd be I would I'd be willing to go for it just because uh, she's also a wrestler that doesn't have a restraining order on me, so I could probably get the ring with her. I think. Anyway, so. <laughs> So, uh, when, uh, when is uh, when you're when you're wrestling? Uh, how often do you uh, usually get out and wrestle? Is it once a week, twice a week, every other week, once a month, couple times a month, uh, once a quarter? Um, I try and wrestle at least like cleaning once a week. Uh, I go to Skull Crushers in Cincinnati, uh, which has like a really nice group of folks there, um, and Kelly Klein also has been. Uh, getting her hand in training there, which is really nice learning from another woman uh, who likes to empower other women. She's awesome. Um, but, yeah, I usually go once or twice a week uh, as my schedule, you know, convenes it for about three to four hours. And then, uh, you know, also getting reps in during the week uh, or weekend, rather, getting two shows in. You know, if you wrestle three times a week in total plus some training or two times a week plus some training, it's everything's a learning experience, right? Every match you have is kind of like training for the next match. So, um, yeah, as long as I get a day in of training and then uh, also getting that that work rate up, then um, in my eyes I'm making progress and uh, can not feel bad about, you know, uh, (laughs) going to training at least once a week. Plus, of course, going to the gym four times a week and doing cardio and strength training and all of that, keeping my body on point. So now, do you uh, do you plan on uh, going after any uh, titles in the near future? Do you have any title shots with you over? Are you working your way towards the title? You know, I'm uh, seeing that I'm just getting back onto the indies after injury. I am going to have my first match back um, at Angel Gate Women's Wrestling, which runs right outside of Pittsburgh. It's going to be available on Angel Gate's iPay-per-view if anybody is interesting. I mean, is interested rather and would like to support women's wrestling. Um, I'm going to be uh, the newcomer there, so I'm kind of just going in and showing them who the Silver Siren Sam Laterna is and that I do not play around. They're giving me a girl who's a pure vanilla babyface white meat, and uh, I'm going to slam her right into the ground and move my way up because uh, I'm looking for that Angel Gate Women's Division Championship, and uh, I want it in my hands sooner rather than later, and I tend to get what I want. Well, I'll tell you what, here's the good news. When you do go after this title, uh, and I'm going to update our, our, our stats here, uh, any uh, guest that we've had on our show that's went after a title, within, whether it be within the next week or month or six months or what have you, they've always won. We are at astounding. Get this, everybody. <laughs> we are now at a 475-0 and record. That's crazy. Wow, you guys are a good luck charm, I guess. Yeah, no pressure. You cannot you cannot falter. <laughs> no pressure. But when you do win that title Don't worry. I, I I will let you know as soon as that title is around my waist. Well, I'll tell you what though, I want you to let me know also when you're going for the title too. Okay, cool. You guys uh will you will you guys advertise it or whatever the case? Yes, of course. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah, I'd love that. I'll I'll keep you guys posted on my uh my wrestling happening. Okay, we got uh, Samantha Costanza here. We got about three minutes here left. Uh, real quick here, 
Uh, yeah. If our fans want to check you out uh, and follow you, do you have a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe? What do you got? I have all that good social media stuff. So uh, as far as Facebook goes, you can look me up uh, via my real name, Samantha Costanza. And Twitter and Instagram, they're going to be my ring name, which is just at Sam Laterna on both of those social media platforms. So I'm going to spell that for you all. S-A-M-L-E-T-E-R-N-A, Sam Laterna. Um, And I do occasionally answer back fans, but uh, if I do not, Please don't get offended. I just don't have time for you when I'm not wrestling. See, there you go. And she answered me, so there you go. Uh, now, real quickly here, uh, is uh, I had. Uh, do you think you'd be able to send us some uh, autographs or giveaways for our fans? Yeah, absolutely. I'll. Uh, I think you guys, uh, you know, sent me a message on Facebook with all of that info. So I will definitely do that. And thank you so much for having me on your show. Um, this is like one of two podcasts I've done ever. So uh, I hope oh, to do more and I'll definitely keep you guys updated. It's very special for me to be able to be on your show. Well, this was your best one, right? That you've been on? Oh yeah, absolutely. This one was actually better than the first one. So thank you guys. All right. Thank you, Samantha. You were awesome. We well, thanks you. for being on. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good rest of your night. You as awesome. well. And and go and go edge. So yeah, uh, so I can. Yeah, go edge. Yeah. Let's say let's let's just say let's go rated RKO. Can we agree on that for for the purposes of the? All right. Uh, you know what? <laughs> RKO RKO actually was pretty cool. I I liked rated RKO. I I know Icon doesn't, yeah. but I like rated I, RKO. I, I mean, I really liked that whole Degeneration X feud with them. It was it was pretty cool. It was pretty raw for like that period in wrestling. So there's that. All right. So r- real quick here, I want to go over our, our our guests next week. We have uh, David Benoit, who of course is Chris Benoit's oldest son. Uh, we have also uh, Robin Hartle. Uh, she used to be a co-host of uh, Home Time with Dean Johnson, and uh, she uh, did all those ladder commercials with Al Borland. And we're also yep. are going to have Stephen Bonner. So uh, tune in and check us out. Nice. Go on. Yes, go on and check us out. And, and every week we have uplifting and compelling interviews as well as uh, WWE talk. I know that's been kind of bland lately with the way that they're going, but either way. We will see you guys next week. Again, Samantha, thank you for being on with us. And uh, Icon, I will play us off like this next Monday. We'll see you. Dead man walking. You got it now.